Well, welcome everybody to In Bed by Nine with Jeremy Alex, and we have a guest today. Yes, we have uh, Liam as our guest today. He'll be joining us. He's a fellow uh, streamer uh, from across the pond. Um, of course, you know we record In Bed by Nine after nine. But, um, anyways, how, Alex, how was your uh, how was your weekend? Uh, week was um, this week. This okay. First off, my month's been a mess. I mean, you kind of know Jeremy a little bit. Uh, we had had COVID, then uh, family members passed away. So this weekend was pretty much dealing with that, which is always kind of uh, fun. Um, but you know, the best part of it, you know, when you have kids and you take them to the funeral, you have that downside of explaining to you know a five year old, you know, death to of his great grandparent. But the benefit was that we have a one year old. And uh, the little dude broke the 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 sadness down a lot because he would just everyone's real quiet and he kind of was holding him. He had a moment of like looking around and he jumped down off me, ran down like the little like aisle area and just giggled the entire time. And everyone just smiled and ran to his grandma, gave him a big hug, gave her a big hug. She picked him up and everyone kind of laughed for a little bit. So it was always nice having kids involved because um, it kind of softens the mood a little bit, which is always nice. That, Kids' giggles are always positive. Oh yeah, nope, they're they're real good about breaking breaking things up, uh, whether it's serious or, or fun. So that's that's good. That there was a little bit of a tension relief there. So, um, yeah, my week was ah, it was okay. Um, didn't have too much going on. Just been working normal life. Um, had you know snow mageddon, of course. You know, it dropped a whole like six inches on us. So um, I got to take the kids outside, but build a snow fork we actually had enough packing snow so that was kind of fun um but that was kind of the highlight of my weekend so all right well that's pretty much our just our quick intro i mean like i said is my my month has been a mess but it's always cool when i get you know a message from you and saying hey somebody wants to be in the podcast and they're willing to get up at five in the morning their time to come hang out with us which is always amazing <laughs> Well, I'll actually give him, a, give him a little more credit. He got to like three thirty. <laughs> so three thirty. So that's pretty. And my cool. time's off. Because yeah. that's pretty. That's pretty cool. So, um, in case anybody didn't hear us, we're talking about um Liam from uh, the UK. Um, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, uh, Liam? Yeah, morning, guys. <laughs> morning. So, <clears throat> I've actually been up since three a.m. Dedication, <laughs> um, man. Appreciate it. No, that's fine. I mean, I had an alarm set for um. So 3.30, um, and I just woke up naturally at around about 3 o'clock anyway, so I just thought, well, there's no point for the sake of half an hour now going back to sleep, so I might as well, you know, get up, get myself some coffee and whatnot. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'd have been getting up at uh, 5.30 anyway, um, because I'm on the early shifts at work this week, so it's only a couple of hours earlier. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> I managed to get myself in bed for a decent time last night. For for the change, <laughs> yeah, I know how it feels. I'm a, I'm a night owl. I mean, for us right now, it's 11 p.m. at night. Um, and my my youngest gets me up right around five in the morning. Um, and uh, yeah, sleep oh, is not I, something that we have. <laughs> I remember those days. It used to be um, my little lad. He's he's coming up for three year old now. Well, when he was, I'd probably say between a year to two years old. He'd have this habit of, you know, he'd go to bed between 7.30 or 7.30 and 8 p.m., depending on what he'd been like during the day. Uh, but then, like you say, 5, 5.30 in the morning, he's springing wide awake, and I'm just 
you know, sort of lay in bed thinking, oh, kid, do you, do, do you not just want to go back to sleep? <laughs> I mean, I, <clears throat> I have been quite lucky with my little boy, though, to be fair, because since being about six months old, um, I could probably count on one hand the amount of times that he's woke me up during the night. Um, he's mm-hmm. always been a really good sleeper. So I've been quite blessed on, you know, on that side of things. So I can't complain too much. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous. Yeah. It's been Everybody time I tell that to says the same thing. <laughs> uh, Every man. time we do the podcast and Jeremy ends up having the bottle feed a baby for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you, you want to stop? He's like, no, we'll keep going, man. All right. Yeah, it's just, it gets it's the organicness of it. But yeah, I have a, <laughs> my, my youngest is six months. And he's been, it doesn't matter what time we start. We start so, but that's awesome. the reason why we record after, after for us, 11 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock for Jeremy over there. Uh, just because our, my two kids are in bed sleeping and then uh, they're not going to come flying down the stairs and, need me for some random issue um so that's why we do it late at night even though it's in bed by nine hopefully the kids are in bed by nine. yeah hopefully the kids are in bed by nine. Maybe, maybe that's <laughs> yeah i would hope so so um so Liam, i guess want to know who are you like how like give you a moment give us your elevator speech um for our listeners who who are you what are you doing out there in the world what's your twitch like streaming whatever it is give me that 30 second elevator speech of how you rock roll with yourself um so i mean on my twitch channel i started out as a casual player um i, I basically stream resident evil exclusively um i've played resident evil since about 1998 um, so not long, obviously, after the, the original one dropped. Um, <clears throat> and then because of the community that I found myself involved in, um, I then started picking up speedrunning, which I really enjoyed, uh, mainly because I'm quite a competitive kind of guy. Um, at the moment, I'm more leaning towards like challenge runs and modded versions of the games, uh, like randomizers and things like that. Uh, I'm giving speedrunning a bit of a break for the time being. Um, purely because um, it gets to the stage where you kind of get a bit burnt out with it. So, and not only that, you know, it's when, when you're speed running, um, <clears throat> you can't quite be as interactive with your audience as what you'd maybe like to be. Um, because obviously, you know, you're trying to beat the game as quickly as, as you possibly can. You really need to focus on what you're doing. So things get missed in chat. You know, people come in and try and interact with you and you're not able to, interacts as much as what you'd like to whereas with something like a challenge run or a modded game or something a bit more casual like that you know you can be you, you can speak to your audience you know you can get them engaged um which is what i've always tended to try and do with my channel is make sure that you know i'm very interactive with my audience because you know at the end of the day these people are taking time out of their day to come and watch me so well, why would i not be you know why would i not do everything i can to to make those people feel as welcome as well possibly can. Good, yeah, I was kind of answer like seven of my questions right there. Thank you for doing that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now we're done. No, um, I guess, what is okay, what I kind of know what speed runs were. I kind of watched a few of your videos and vods from the past. But if you can explain a speed run, pretty much from my understanding, you know, it's just running. But like, what is a speed run? 
Like, what is a competition involving a speed run? Uh, so the idea of a speed run, um, it's beat the game as as quickly as what what you possibly can. Um, now there's all different categories, um, which you know that's going a bit a bit deeper into the whole sort of speed running world. But <clears throat> the the main sort of idea behind it is to to get from A to B by using any means at your disposal, um, whether that's a, a glitch in the game or some some kind of manipulation where you know you can go out of bounds or what have you. Um, the idea is simply just get to the end as as fast as what you possibly can. Um, I mean, there are certain rules and regulations, um, so you're not allowed to you're not allowed to manipulate the game by any outside kind of means. You know, if you use some sort of um, program to give you an unfair advantage, that's not allowed. For a speed run, you're not allowed to use a modded version of that game. It has to be the the game in its full its its original entirety. Okay. Um, apart from that, like I say, if there's something that you can find in game, like a way to manipulate the game manually, or and any sort of strategy that you can find, uh, things like that, there they're all fair game. Uh, the, the whole idea is to find new ways of doing things and new strategies that you can use and things like that just to, again, to, to make the game that little bit quicker. Yeah. And then you you turn it, go into competitions to go face-to-face or head-to-head against a uh, speedrunner that tried to beat them at their time. Correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was kind of looking at a few of those things. I was like, I try and learn, you know, learn a little bit on the outside world. I'm an old I'm an old soul gamer, um, but then I fell out of gaming, and then I've recently fallen back into it uh, pretty heavily, uh, <laughs> and so I'm kind of catching back up on all this stuff that I missed out on, um, and learning a little bit more here and there. Uh, I'm old, but I'm not that old, so I don't that. <laughs> I know if, I, if you know for our listeners, I teach seventh grade social studies, and I tell my kids I'm the oldest seventh grader you ever meet in your life. Um, so I'm, I'm perpetually 14 years old, uh, 13, 14 years old. Um, so it's always fun. Um, how many speed runs of that have you done? Yeah. Um, officially if, oh, wow. Now you're asking. Um, <laughs> or, uh, or even just one game. I mean, do you know any specific, like even if it's like Resident Evil 5 or, uh, um, without going on to without going on to the leaderboards to check the last I remember, I think I had fifty one um, different runs submitted, uh, but that's right. not that's so, not all different games. You know, there's there's multiple runs within one game that I've submitted. Okay, and you have records, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so I, at one point I held over twenty world records. Um, some of them, you know, people have. I've left alone for a while and people have come chasing and they've managed to knock my times off. So, you know, that's never, <laughs> that's never a Wanty record. Brilliant to find. Records. <laughs> well, it's never, as much as I say, it's never brilliant to see. Sometimes it actually is good when your time gets beat because it can give you that sort of, that kickback and that push to go back to that run and really improve your, you know, your own ability at that game. So the, the ones that have been taken, whether or not, um, 
in the future, I will go back to them and, you know, chase that top spot again remains to be seen. I more than likely will because, you know, as I say, I am very competitive and I don't yeah. like people taking my times. Um, but, you know, for, for the time being, you know, <clears throat> the, the runs that I've submitted, it's just good to see other runners like picking those games up and, and learning the game in the same way that I have um, awesome. because I'm, I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. So, the, you know, the more people that we can get involved in the franchise and the more people that we can get involved in these runs, the better for me. Awesome. What's your, I guess, what's the one run that is like your crowning jewel on your cap of 20? Um, oh, again, that's a good one. It's, it's not something yeah. that I've ever really, uh, I've ever really considered. I would probably say, um, if I had to choose one, it would be uh, Resident Evil 5 co op. Um, Myself and Kamikaze Kitten, we did explosives only in, I think it was an hour 38, something like that, um, which when we first started running Resident Evil 5, when we first started learning the game, it was taking us just over two hours, like 2.10, 2.15. Um, so for us to be able to, you know, beat that time by, by almost 30 minutes, uh, that was an incredible one. If not that, then we did a run using the, the what's called the special weapons, um, which can be quite difficult to use. Um, but what we were basically doing with Resident Evil 5 was we'd noticed there was a category called one weapon only, which is exactly as it says on the tin, you know, the, the first weapon that you fire during that run, it's the only weapon you're then allowed to use throughout the rest of the game. Um, and we noticed a lot of runs that people hadn't tried before. So we had a chat amongst ourselves and we decided that, you know, if nobody else is going to do these, why don't we? You know, let's show a bit of variety. Let's learn some some different runs uh, and let's have some fun. So we did do. And <clears throat> we, we did a playthrough on special weapons only on the normal difficulty. And the time that we got we then noticed would have beaten the world record on amateur difficulty. So obviously when we noticed that, I, I said to her, look, you know, we've beaten that world record on a higher difficulty. Why don't we chase this one down? Uh, so we did do, we did a run through on amateur difficulty. And I've, I'm not sure if anyone in, in my chat here can, can correct me on this, but we beat the time by, I believe it was about 29 minutes, something like that. So we, we didn't only beat it, we, we absolutely obliterated it. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was that, that was a really um that was a really proud moment, that one. Um I played I've played a ton of Resident Evil 5 over my lifetime. And that's pretty impressive. <laughs> I mean, I'm a completionist, like we go for like all the you know, all the all the symbols and you know and everything and try to get everything and max out every weapon and and get every jewel, <laughs> you know every jewel and stuff but just listening yeah. to this i mean even like i'm professional you know i could never dream of going that fast but do you know what there was a time that i thought that as well when, you know when i was watching people do runs like that and i'd sit there when as you say you know my idea was complete the game with every possible thing that you can do within the game. And when I was mm. watching people speed, when I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, you know, there's no way I could do that. I've not got the time for it. I've not got the patience for it. 
And then what you find when you first get into it is you you decide on one, like one particular game or one particular run that you're going to try. And the next thing you know, you know, you've you've got your fingers in so many different pots because it's such an addictive thing to get into. <laughs> uh, I've actually just been informed in my chat that we we beat that world record by 29 minutes and 58 seconds. Oh, so to, wow. two more seconds and we'd have hit the half an hour mark. <laughs> that is insane. Thanks, yeah. chat, for following up on that. Um, <laughs> Jeez. So. How wait? I, I looked at your stream. And I noticed you use overlay expert um for your stream. What do you stream on? What do you what's your setup? Um, so when I first got into streaming, I was from console only, um, huh. because that's all I had available at the time. Uh, and I, I'll talk a bit more about that later on. But um, I got I got my hands on a PC. Um, really couldn't tell you the spec because I've got no idea. I used to be like really big on technology, um, PCs especially. I, I used to pride myself on being a bit of a, a PC whiz when I was younger. Um, originally, that's what I wanted to go into when I was a kid, was I wanted to go into something to do with IT and PCs. Um, and then I ended up in sales. So <laughs> that, that, that came nowhere near. So I sort, of, um, sort of fell behind with technology and whatnot. Like um, me? But I, I got myself a streaming PC basically because a friend of mine, um, he he wanted to build his own and he'd been talking about it for a while and then he started ordering parts and whatnot. Uh, so I pulled him one day and just said, you know, listen, what are you doing with the PC you've got now? And at the time he had no plans. He'd, he'd not even considered what to do with it. So I just said to him, you know, well, look, if you decide to get rid of it, then, you know, give me first refusal, give me a price on it and I'll, I'll buy it off you. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not, you know, don't get me wrong, it's not top of the range or anything like that. Um, but it's good for what I use it for. Um, and I I already knew this at the time um, because I'd seen the quality that Matt was producing with it. Um, he was he was never dropping any frames. His streams always looked really smooth and really crisp. And I thought, well, that's all I need. Um, I don't need something that, you know, is going to cost me a few thousand pounds and can let me stream at 500 FPS or anything like that. You know, I'm happy with just being able to play the game and it looked good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do sometimes go, very rarely these days, but I do sometimes go back to my console, um, but I'll capture it through my PC with OBS these days instead of streaming directly from the console, just because there's more, there's more interactive features that you mm -hmm. can use, obviously, when you're streaming with OBS. Mm. Totally with you to have the same the same growth story. Started on Xbox, just with nothing, and then all of a sudden, I ended up with a, a computer and way too many things to play with. So, <laughs> my wife gets mad at me because the new camera show up. She's like, "Is this a what is this?" I'm like, "Oh, camera." She's like, "You have three. I'm like, "But four would be better." <laughs> she's like, Stop. Hardest things to rationalize. <laughs> yeah. But it's always fun, especially when I, because I'm also, I teach online. So it's always fun when I like go to a meeting with my boss and I'll start flicking through my cameras with them while I'm talking. And he's like, stop it. I'm like, what? I'm just trying to give you a different perspective on my thoughts. He's just like, <laughs> stop. That's <laughs> fun. I can't, I gotta love it. Well, that's cool. I mean, that's, that's always nice when you get support from friends that, that can really get you going. And, 
yeah, no, your streams look crisp and clean and everything. I just was like sitting there, I'm like, I saw the overlay expert. I remember that. Um, let's ask. So. Yeah, I think that's, um, I think that was something I was just playing around with one day um, yeah. on my, my old PC, which was an absolute potato. Um, I tried to stream <laughs> from it um, maybe once or twice. And <clears throat> even just as an office PC, it, you know, it wasn't oh, brilliant. Yeah. So to, to try and stream from it, I think it was maybe uh, setting the bar a little bit too high. Um, but I, I tried it, thought I'd give it a go. Uh, didn't work out too well. Um, yeah. But the overlay expert was just something that I found while I was um, just playing around one day um, offline. Yeah. And I, I didn't actually know at the time that if you were streaming from your console, if you set it up correctly, you could actually use an overlay. So I found that and I thought, well, this is going to make it look at least a little bit better. Um, mm -hmm. So I had to play around with a couple of different ones. Um, I think I did eventually find one that I sort of, I sort of stuck with for a while. Um, <clears throat> but I've not used Overlay Expert now for, when did I buy this PC? Uh, maybe about nine months, give or take. I just I said, I just noticed the pop when I pulled up mobile, I see the little button there. I'm like, oh, all right, that's cool. Oh, yeah, there's that little button that comes up on screen. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's all good. I just something interesting. I, I I'm a fan of Overlay Expert. I think it's a great a great tool to start um, for people that are interested in streaming right away. It's starting with the idea of like on your console because you can set everything up for consoles to give you a nice decent overlay with uh with um what's I'm looking for with pop ups and alerts that kind of can pop up on your screen and it's very bare bones so it allows you to kind of play with it. So. I mean, mm -hmm. if you're thinking about streaming out there and you're listening and you just have a console, check out Overlay Expert. It's at least a good way to kind of get your toes in the water with playing with some of the bigger stuff later on. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Jeremy brought up to me uh, when we started talking, you know, kind of going over your stuff and kind of dig digging through things like, you know, trying to figure out who you are and kind of be able to have this conversation other than be like, Tell me everything about you. Um, <laughs> we noticed that, you know, you recently was a part of a charity event. Am I wrong to no notice that? Yeah, there's, uh, there was actually two. Um, was, it, was it last Friday or the Friday before? Yeah, I think it was like you sent me some, you sent us some stuff on like the Friday <clears throat> before. Um, I wasn't able to check into it. Family stuff. Um, but... I was able to go back and look at some of your VODs and stuff. But yeah, I think you said the one. Yeah. Um, so the well, charities, what, what have you been doing? Give me some info on that. Uh, so, the, I mean, there's plenty of, um, of events out there on, um, on Twitch on a very regular basis. Um, and the, the idea behind them all is, you know, raising money for charity. Yeah. Um, so I got involved in uh, For the Love of Gaming or FTLG Marathon. Um, and I actually answered that because I, I know the guys that, that sort of organize it and put it all together. Um, I met them through the community that I'm now involved in. And it was a sort of spur of the moment idea that made me submit to that marathon because um, Corey, who was one of the lead organizers, um, he came into my channel one day and... <clears throat> I sort of remembered about this event that he had coming up in a couple of months' time. So we got chatting away about it. Um, and I knew of this event before, but I'd not, 
I've not experienced it myself. I think I've maybe watched an hour or two of the, the previous event that they've done, but nothing major. Um, so we were chatting away about it. Um, he was telling me like what sort of different events they do because they do speed run events, they do what they call niche events, which is basically play a game in a, a strange sort of unexpected kind of way. So maybe using a steering wheel as a controller or something like that. Um, but this this particular one, it was just, you know, you, you bog standard regular kind of speed run. Um, and he asked me, you know, are you are you planning on submitting for it? Which at the time I'd, I'd not really considered. But he asked me, so I thought, yeah, you know, why not? I'll, uh, I'll put a run together, you know, I'll, I'll put a submission and see whether or not you guys think I'm, I'm worthy of um, being involved in this event. And, you know, sure enough, I got accepted for it. Um, and the second one that I ran, um, around about 12 hours later on the same day, uh, was called UKSG, or uh, United Kingdom Speedrun Gathering. Um, for the UK, for a speedrunner, that's the event that you want to be in. So there's, there's three big speedrunning events um, on Switch, um, or for, for someone in the UK anyway. So you've got UKSG, which is, you know, for, for the UK. Uh, you've then got ESA, which is the European Speedrunners Assembly. So that's basically UKSG, but on a, on a broader scale. Um, and then you've got GDQ, Games Done Quick. Um, I think... Anybody that's a regular speedrunner will tell you that the the ultimate aim is to be showcased on GDQ. I think that would be the point where you kind of know that you've made it as, as a speedrunner. Um, <clears throat> but the, the FTLG, I think the... This is going to sound really bad, but I can't actually remember the charity that they were raising money for. Which one? Uh, that was the, the FTLG marathon. Um uh Looking at it, FTLG was Haven House. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, I do remember they, they mentioned quite a bit about it. Um, Haven House is a, uh, it's a children's hospice. Um, so, you know, the fact that it was, you know, it was raising money for a cause like that, um, that was something that I was, I was really proud to be a part of. Um, and just before... I'd gone live on my run. I had a chat with the guy that was commentating for me. And I said to him, you know, look, let's come up with some ideas to try and pull some money in, uh, you know, pull some money into this charity. So I think we'd settled on if we raised £50 during my run, then I would take a hot jelly bean. Um, for £100, I'd sing at the end of my run. Um, £150, my commentator would sing. And for two hundred pound, we'd do a duet. Ooh. And fifteen minutes into my run, two hundred pound was raised in a singular drop. So, wow! <laughs> nice. You know that that was um, that was fantastic. That, that was brilliant to see. Um, what wow, came next? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I think that's the best way to describe it. Um, do we, get, do we yeah. get a little sample now on the recording? Do we get a little, little do oh, well, here? If you need an agent, <laughs> let me know. I've, I've got 
I've got nowhere near the bottle to start singing right about now. No, <laughs> Wrong kind of beverage you got, huh? No. I've got neighbours that really don't want to be getting woke up in that way. <laughs> Enjoy the cats. No, it was, it was good. Fun. That's good. <laughs> that's good. That's cool. Uh, that's that's you know that's really cool. I mean, and you know, I was like I said, I look at your stuff, um, but man. 200 pounds right away that's insane so that's, that's a cool. nice drop so cool yeah that was the, the guy that the guy that dropped it um he's a friend of both of ours and okay i think everyone that knows him uh anyone that knows a lad called g monday um will probably agree that he, he is one of the the most generous people about on switch i mean i've i've had the pleasure of meeting several extremely generous people out there. Um, there's a lot of them just in the just in the Twitch team that I'm involved in. Um, you know, they'll regularly do things like that without the the bat of an eyelid. So, you know, it's brilliant to see. And as a streamer myself, it's it's really humbling to be affiliated with people like that. I'd like to think, you know, if I was in a financial position to be able to do something like that, then I would do. But you know, unfortunately, I'm not. <clears throat> yeah that's cool though and it's great yeah. that you're part of a group i mean do you want to say what group you're part of is it yeah. all speedrunners or um mostly um so i got involved in a group of people um around about 18 months ago now called team rpd um so the lad that i mentioned earlier matt who i bought my pc from um he was the one that sort of put the group together um made it what it is today um so i've i've stumbled across matt's channel um probably about 19 months ago i've not known him for an awful long time before he invited me into the team okay. um and he's I, I remember just sitting there and the first stream that i went in he was talking to me as if we'd been friends for for years you know he was he was very welcoming uh, really funny guy. Um, I was, I genuinely think that I had to go and change my underwear around about three times. I was laughing that hard. Um, but it was, it was one of the most enjoyable first streams that I've been in. Uh, so naturally, you know, I followed him and I ended up subscribing to his channel. And <clears throat> when I started watching him on a consistent basis was when I learned about this team that he had. Um, so I asked the question, you know, look, what is it? What's the what's the idea here? Um, and he, he basically said that it's just a group of like-minded streamers that are into either Resident Evil or horror content that all just want to support each other. Uh, you know, we want to help each other grow. We want to we want to get each other out there. Um, I get the RPD now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and around about two two possibly three weeks after me asking the question i noticed that he was recruiting for new members so i mean at the time my channel was very small i think i had 200 followers maybe okay. um, I, I was very much an up-and-comer not that you know not that i think I've, I've now made it by any stretch but you know i was very new to switch i was i was very wet behind the ears shall we say um but you know i sent him the message and you said you know look if if, you, if you're recruiting for new members and you feel like I'd be a fit, then by all means, you know, I'm happy to put my name forward. Um, so we had a chat about it. You know, he asked me 
what do I want to get from the team? What do what do I expect from the team? And what my what my aims on Switch were, uh, and it coincided with what he expected from new members. And I've been a member of Team RPD ever since. And- nice. <clears throat> and it seems that it's nice as a group of people too that are working uh, in conjunction with each other to not just better themselves, but like just do other things and better the community as well, which is nice. Yeah, of course. You know, it's it's nice to see that there's not really anybody in there that's just all take, take, take. Uh, you know, everyone does support each other. Uh, we all get involved in each other's streams where we can. I mean, sometimes it's a little difficult because, you know, we're, we've got members on each different each different side of the pond, if you will. Um, <laughs> so, for example, you know, a lot of the guys that are in the team from the States, it's coming up toward their maybe their end time for their stream, but when they're going live is usually the time that, you know, I'm, I'm off to bed. So it can be quite rare that we're all able to catch each other. But when we do get the opportunity, you know, we That's make nice. we make sure we take full advantage of it. Awesome. It's cool to be able to yeah, have a group like that. I mean, just having been through the scene of times myself, um, kind of like you said, I dealt with some people that were take, 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 or um, were happy that he would jump in that you know their stream and it's like eh, if you jump in mine you know whatever and they were like okay sounds good we'll just never just never show up but um yeah that's cool that's cool you actually got a group so that's good yeah and i think the what gets me with things like that is you know you never do you never do go into somebody else's stream with the intent of yeah i'll come and watch you but you need to come and watch me but at the same time, it is nice. You know, it is nice to see the people that you support coming in and supporting you. And likewise, the other way around, you know, it's nice to be able to go and support somebody that comes and shows you that same level of support. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I always like seeing, uh, I mean, I use, use Alex as an example. You know, when I turn on, boot up my stream and, you know, there he is, you know, in the chat, it's always like a nice jolt in the arm. Like, all right, somebody's here again. Got my back, so it's a good, it's a good thing. So it just makes makes you gives you that little boost of confidence. So it's always good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You just don't feel lonely. It's always nice when they're yeah, friends yeah. Like, I know you, and you know me. It's always nice. <laughs> yeah, so, and there's nothing worse than when you do go live and it's just there's there's nobody speaking and you're just talking to yourself. And I've I've been there. You know, I've been there a lot. <laughs> it can be. Yep. Not only boring, but you know what? Sometimes it can be a little disheartening as well. Uh, you know, there's been several times I've sat there on my own and I'm thinking, what's the point, man? Why don't I just why don't I just play this game on my own in the privacy of my own home? <laughs> you know, you, know, hair. you, like, you know, to brush your teeth, you can just be, you know, you put pants on at that point. You just sit there in you know, the greatness uh, of your house. Um, <laughs> well, you got to think about it. Yeah. If you were in another area, um, if you were online talking to yourself, you were outside walking down talking to yourself like that, people might be wondering if you needed to be committed. So, and it hurts. All right. Welcome so, <laughs> yeah, welcome. Mediocre pause. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're getting this whole tech thing. Like, we'd, uh, we're new to the podcasting thing. I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm assuming you've listened to our podcast there, Liam. I'm guessing. I'm hoping you listen. Yeah, to I've, I've, I've been able to catch bits of some. Yeah, 
Yeah, I know they're wonderful. They're ramblings of midnight talk conversations sometimes. Um, but Jeremy and I have known each other for probably a year now, roughly. Um, and he randomly reached out to me. I started a podcast, and we've just been kind of playing with it since then. Um, so we're kind of learning these new tech gear, gears and new things to kind of get things going. So um, but I do appreciate you reaching out to us and having a, you know, an interview with us. Um, I guess to bring it back up, I mean, your your group is great. You you're, you have a su- massive support group. Um, I, as we were talking, a random question came to my mind was, how many controllers have you gone through? Not as many as what you might think for a speedrunner. Um, <clears throat> I think I'm on my... Huh. I'm on my third PlayStation 4 controller. Um, and that's not actually been through breaking them through rage or anything like that. It's been more um, stick drift issues or something. Well, I would I know. I would assume that'd be like the major thing when you're you're actively using them for speed runs as much as you are and doing practicing, it would start to wear down those sticks pretty quickly. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I have had one one particular instance where I was very surprised my controller didn't break. Um, so it was when I was um, I was playing the original, the, the very first Resident Evil game consistently. And I was playing it. If, if I streamed five times in that week, then I was speed running Resident Evil 4. Um, it was basically all I was playing. I, I really got into that run. I really enjoyed it. And, and I'm not going to lie, there was, there was a particular female that wanted to come and watch. Um, I'm, I'm not going to name names just so that, you know, she, she don't get embarrassed or what have you. But um, it, was the, it was the first time that she'd been able to catch me speed running. And on this particular run, I was on record pace for about 45 seconds. Uh, my own personal record. Um, I was beating my best time by 45 seconds. Okay. And I got killed by the last possible enemy in the game. The very last zombie that you come to. Uh, which, if, if I do that run 100 times, I'll get grabbed by him two, maybe three. Um, but I was in danger status. I knew for a fact that one more attack, that was the end of the run. But I was very confident that I was able to get past everything else that I had left. And this one last zombie grabs me and kills me. And up until that point, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, oh, this is the first time she's watched me run and I'm going to batter my best time. No! No! (laughs) (laughs) And I slammed my controller off the floor. I think it must have bounced a good two or three foot in the air. I was, I mean, I'm not one for raging to that degree often, but I was oh, but devastated man. by that. <laughs> you have that moment. Yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. I know that. I mean, I've, I've done that a few times. I get to that one point where like, I, in, I remember throwing a controller. I have, mangled one in my hands pretty tight and i realized like this plastic is holding pretty well <laughs> i'm not strong by any means but they're you know you're taking that controller and you're like ah! and you're turning both ends the other way you're like 
Uh, I've been there. I also got yeah, moved yeah. by my my uh, one-year-old gets my old Xbox controller and plays with his brother occasionally. By plays, I mean has the guy run one way constantly in the circle. Um, but he has <laughs> slobbered, ate on it, chewed on it, and it still functions. So they're pretty strong, I think. Yeah, they can have some durability in them. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Go, going through that story then just reminded me of... Um, just reminded me of an instance. Um, believe it or not, I've come closer to almost breaking technology on a good moment. Probably closer on a good moment than a bad one. Um, oh, yeah. And, and this is a, this is actually a really funny story. I, I, I'll, I'll probably end up taking this to the grave with me. Um, so the... The same last that I mentioned earlier, Kamikaze Kitten, the uh, the woman that I run Resident Evil 5 with. Um, okay. at, at the time I was practicing to submit for a marathon that I didn't get I didn't get accepted into. Uh, but one of the conditions was that you had to have a commentator. Um, you know, you don't always need a commentator, but this particular one you did. So I'm obviously I was practicing in my spare time and me, me and Kat. We, we had a chat one night and said, you know, let's let's do a live practice. You know, let's get me involved. Let's get me watching and doing some commentary. And, you know, it's sort of like a dress rehearsal kind of thing. Um, so we're going through it and, you know, I'll give her a due. She's, and I'm not just saying this because, you know, she's she's a very close friend of mine. Uh, she's one of the best commentators that I've seen out there. I've, I've seen a lot of people commentating. She's up there with the best. So we're going through this um, Code Veronica run. And where I was pulling this pace from, I have no idea, but it was one of my best runs for, for a long time. Now, at the time, the setup that I had, uh, I did have two monitors on a desk, but I didn't have it up against my wall. Um, it was facing, like, my, my screens and my cameras and whatnot, they were facing the wall. So it comes towards the end, and... I was on a pace of minus two and a half minutes, I want to say, uh, going into the, the final battle, the final boss battle. And I ended up beating my, my personal best by three minutes and 15 seconds, I want to say. Um, and now I, I, I get really passionate about speedrunning. You know, I'm, I'm really passionate about, about my craft. You know, the content I produce, I get really passionate about. So when the timer on live split had stopped and it comes up minus three, uh, three minutes, 13 seconds, I've jumped up, I've punched the air um, and I, I squealed like I was a 15-year-old girl. And <laughs> as I've done that, when I've jumped up, my knee has caught my desk and one of my monitors just hit the deck. And it <laughs> for the people oh, no. watching... It looked like I'd completely destroyed my stream. Thankfully, the monitor was all right until around about five days later when it then decided to die. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was just man. one of those. But I, I remember seeing Kat's face while she was watching, and she she got just as into the celebration as what I did until the screen just suddenly went black, and you see a face go from this, like, really happy, really proud for me sort of look to... <laughs> What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> now, at the time, obviously, it was it, it was almost soul destroying. I thought, "Oh no, I've broke my monitor. What have I just done?" 
But looking back on it now, it, it was just so funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. That's you know, explain awesome. to the explain to the 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 missus. I don't know what happened. Tip broke. I, I gotta buy a new monitor now. I guess. They just don't make it like they I don't know what happened. Just don't make it like they used to. I use that excuse all the time. Well, I I can say this much. I use that excuse all the time because I fixed my t- one old TV because I learned how to cook the motherboard on an old television. Now I don't recommend this for anyone at home. But if you want to, if you have an old LED TV and it keeps frying out where the screen goes black, but it still gets power to it, sometimes you take that motherboard out and go heat it up really hot. They tell you put put it in the stove. I used to get a heat gun, warm it up, kind of get those connectors back to normal. It'll work again for another year or two, and then it dies again. And then you try it one more time, it doesn't work. You're like, oh, well, that's it. This so. is how they do not try it at home segment. Yeah, don't do it at home. Put it in uh, there. Kids, the legal do not stick your motherboards into yeah. this oven. Do not try this. A high heaven. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you that now. Um, <laughs> take it outside and burn it with the torch. No, oh, moving on. Um, <laughs> I teach kids, people. How are we doing? Uh, all right, <laughs> oh, we're getting man, up man. to our we're getting up to our time here. Yeah, the state of Michigan gave me a license to teach. Be wary. Um, so we're getting up to the end of our time. Um, and I always like to ask this one question to everybody that joins us, um, as much as towards the end, cause it gets you talking quite a bit. And then I just kind of want you to take a moment to think what, um, being a streamer, being, you know, a father have kids, uh, a kid at home and everything like that, what is the one thing you would tell a new streamer coming onto the field? Like, what is the one bit of advice the kernel of wisdom that you would pass down to this person be like this is what you would do and chat listen write this down because if he goes back and says something later you can say no he said here first so if there was one big piece of advice that i could give to somebody that's starting out there um and i know that this is going to sound really cliche uh, but just enjoy what you're doing um make sure to to have fun and not not focus too much on numbers um, because yeah you know the the idea with every streamer is you know we want to get as big as we possibly can you know we want as many people coming in as what we can get hold of uh, but especially when you're just starting out when you have those kind of things in mind it can be very very crippling kind of pressure and it can be extremely disheartening if those numbers are not there um, one thing that, that I'm still learning to this day, because um, sometimes you do lose sight of it, is when when that sort of pressure's on you and you're paying attention to things that you maybe shouldn't be paying attention to and you're getting disheartened about things, it really does come across. You know, you can really see it in a streamer when they're not feeling what they're doing. And yeah. the, the right people the right people will follow your channel for you, not necessarily the content that you're producing. And if you're enjoying what you're doing and you're having fun and you know, you're enjoying your time with the people that are coming in, then more people will follow. It's just a natural thing. Whereas when you are really focusing on, right, I want to get this many people watching me at one point, it then becomes apparent that you are doing a numbers game. And I don't think, in my experience, people necessarily enjoy that. People don't, 
they don't want to be there for someone that is just simply trying to drag people in. You know, you want to be, you want to be getting to a point where people, they don't need convincing to come into your channel. They'll just come naturally. And the best way to do that is just enjoy yourself because people love to see other streamers having a good time and enjoying what they're doing. And it makes the experience for the viewer a lot more enjoyable as well. So, yeah, the, the big piece of advice is, like I say, enjoy what you're doing. Make sure you enjoy the game that you're playing and just have fun and just roll with it. That's perfect. That's perfect. I like that. Not cliche. You, you, people say, I mean, people don't say it enough or you, they hear it and then they don't take it in. And then, you know, it's got to be something that you said over and over again. I, I fully agree with that. I think that's one of the biggest things that need to be out there. Yeah. And like I say, you know, that's something that even now um, I've been streaming for almost two years. And even now I need to remind myself of that because there are times that I'll look back on, on my stats from a stream once I've finished. Uh, because one thing now that I, I massively try to avoid is having my view account visible to me. Um, and I don't want anybody to tell me, you know, I don't want to know if there's only two people there. I don't want to know if there's 200 people there because yeah. if I don't know, then it can't bother me. Um, well, either way, it doesn't affect you either way. Cause you, sometimes you think, okay, I have 200 people watching me. You feel a certain way. And then mm. compared to like the two people that are watching you. And so if you do hit that, 200 people for you do i do i have to dance now do i what do i do, do I <laughs> put my hands up here do i put my hands down here do do you want me to do something different like what do i do and like so <laughs> you don't want type of pressure <laughs> no exactly you know like i said I've, I've looked back at streams when i finished and i've seen that you know there wasn't very many people there and, and i have let it bother me and i shouldn't do i know but it sometimes it will bother you and yeah I'll then go on the following stream and it's it's obvious that I'm disheartened by something, which then just causes a, a spiral reaction because I'm then going into my next stream bothered by something and people are seeing that, so people aren't sticking around, which is then causing numbers to be low, which mm -hmm. I'm then seeing, and it just becomes this vicious cycle. This cycle of, like you say, of negativity. And it's it can be a difficult one to break, but the, the moment that you crack that, and again, you know, I'm still learning, but the minute that you crack that, you'll have so much fun. Yep. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Well, we've hit our hour-ish mark. Um, you know, again, thank you, Liam, for jumping on here, getting up early before work to come hang out with a couple knuckleheads from across the pond. Uh, <laughs> They decided to stay up way too late to talk to random people on the interwebs. Um, but, but yeah, thank you for reaching out to us. Thank you for joining us. Um, has Jeremy got anything else to add to us? Um, I was just going to say, was there anything else that you wanted to mention real quick or plug or anything like that before we got off? Is there anything in the future you have coming up that you want to just let the world know that you're planning some crazy <laughs> Liam event? Um, the one thing that I do have planned is toward the back end of April is my, my two-year anniversary on Switch. Um, and I'm planning on going big for that. I'm, I'm obviously on my own, not with like an event or anything like that. It's all going to be run through my own channel. Um, 
but several times now the idea has been put to me about cosplaying. So end of April for, I think this will be my third, no, fourth, uh, my fourth 24-hour stream, my Ooh. third doing solo, because I've done one. One of the 24 hours was Kat had tried to do a 24-hour marathon stream, and unfortunately halfway through she started feeling poorly. She she messaged me privately to say that she wasn't feeling it. She didn't feel like she could carry on and she was really upset because she was going to have to stop. Um, so I just said to her, look, don't stop. Don't, don't end it. I'll go live, send everybody over to me. I'll pick the ball up for you and I'll finish it off. Uh, so I've done two on my own and one as what we then decided was like a joint 24 hour. Um, so we're going to be doing my third solo 24 hour. And we are going to be playing 24 hours of Resident Evil as Liam S. Kennedy. So I'm planning on uh, I'm planning on cosplaying Liam from Resident Evil 2, nice. which I'm really looking forward to. That should be some good fun. <laughs> yeah. So now that's multiple recording here of you saying that verbally. So it's on chat uh, <laughs> on your stream and now on the podcast. So now it is bind by the interwebs. That must be done. Well, I'm committed to it now, aren't I? You are. You <laughs> can't get out of it now. You're, you're done. Don't back yeah. up and show up as Chris Redfield instead. So yes. Oh, I'm, I'm not big enough to appear as Chris Redfield. No, I don't think anyone's going to worry. I couldn't punch a stone. Never mind a boulder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've never figured that one out. But hey. <laughs> um, no, it's the the only other thing that I. That advice says, you know, thank you to to you two guys for having me. It's been it's been a blast, you know, for for somebody yeah. that's never had the pleasure of interacting with you guys before. I, I feel exactly. like I've just been, I feel like I've been sat here speaking to two old friends that I've known for years. It's it's been both enjoyable and comfortable. So thank you very much for that. Awesome. Hey, well, we appreciate it. Well, like I said, appreciate we appreciate you, you know, getting up early and you know, bringing the enthusiasm. So you know, thank you so much. How much coffee did you drink this morning is my question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not as much as what I'm going to need when I get to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, have fun at work, you know. Definitely. Be safe out there. Um, you know, Jeremy, I guess be safe out there too. Don't get too <laughs> stuck in the snow out there, whatever you're doing. Exactly. Um, but on that, I guess everyone have a great night. Thank you for enjoying our podcast. Thank you, chat, for participating in the background with us. Um and uh i don't know thank you liam again thank you for listening to today's episode and if you enjoyed the content that we put out today please consider supporting the channel by uh clicking the subscribe button on your preferred platform so that you can continue to get updates when new episodes come out um also consider dropping us a uh follow on our twitter handles um We'll put those links in the uh, description. And also consider checking out our uh, Facebook page, uh, In Bed by Nine Podcast, uh, where we can continue the discussion. It's also another avenue for you guys to communicate with us. Um, if you're interested in uh, being uh, interviewed as a content creator, whether it's a streamer or uh, you know content creator on YouTube, uh, that's a great way to get a hold of us as well. Um, once again, just consider uh, sharing the podcast with, uh, with a single friend. It helps. It's the biggest way that uh, we could possibly get support. It's just uh, word of mouth. And I appreciate your time. Until next time.